Welcome to today's edition of Beat to the Fire, where we're always challenging the status quo. For more cutting-edge commentary, go to feettothefire.org. That is feet, the number two, thefire.org. And now your host. Good morning and welcome to Feet to the Fire. It is two weeks until Christmas. It is Monday, and this is your host, Sergio Fassa. Here is your Twitter update. I think they're on the fourth Twitter Files release. Friday night, and it has been revealed. But again, this is my point. We already knew this. But just for the sake of the news cycle, that they, in fact, targeted Trump personally and specifically to censor him and ban him off of Twitter permanently, and they justified that by making Twitter rules changes on appropriate Twitter speech just to target Trump. It is revealed that they met and worked with the FBI and the intelligence community. And as I said, we all already knew this. Guys, I know where I was standing that Friday night. Yeah, it was January 8th, I believe. I believe January 6th was Wednesday when they uh, certified the elections illegally, illegal elections. And then the protest at the the, uh, rally, I'll call it a rally at the Capitol building. And then the uh, Looney Tunes and knuckleheads and foolish people who did enter the Capitol building, which you shouldn't do because that was illegal. However, they were not insurrectionists because that would be the first unarmed insurrection in world history against armed armed law enforcement. Anyway, then two days later, I believe it was by Friday night, Thursday, things were getting really weird. And I believe it was by Friday night, Thursday or Friday night, I think it was Friday night, January 8th. All of a sudden, everybody's getting banned off of social media. And I remember standing there in my kitchen being like, Speaking to my wife and, and, and friends, this, this is nuts. Where do we live? Communist China? Third world banana republic? Communist Venezuela? Run by dictators? It was nuts. But my point is, we all knew this. We lived it. We experienced it. And we knew that Twitter was doing this, that social media was doing this, that the Justice Department was targeting Trump and the establishment and elite and the bureaucracy in Trump's own administration. The massive federal establishment was working in conjunction with the media and the culture and big tech, mainstream media, social media, to target, to demonize, to destroy Trump, and to guarantee his election loss or fake election loss in 2020. So what is the takeaway then from all this Twitter reporting? Well, here's the real takeaway I want to want to focus on. Not so much the Twitter revelations, because here's what's happening, I feel like, in the media. Everybody's just, just exclaiming and posting on social media. Wow, it's finally revealed. Can you believe it? Yes, we already knew it. The takeaway is not the revelation. The takeaway is this. Have the guts to say 2020 was stolen, stolen. I'm trying to channel my inner Trump a little bit there. I'm not great at impressions, but 2020 was stolen. Can anybody say it? Say it. And, it, and the, the 
president right now who's in office is a usurper of the highest office in the land. He's a puppet installed by the establishment. So here's the takeaway. Trump is still right, and he's the only one still saying it unfiltered, which makes him the best candidate still. Hello, crickets? DeSantis? Anyone? Anywhere? I, I haven't heard any social media posts from Ron DeSantis or other potential 2024 presidential candidates saying 2020 was stolen. This cements the fact. The takeaway is not that Twitter did this. We all know that. The takeaway is we know 2020 was a stolen, rigged, illegal election. And if a, if a Republican and a conservative can't come out and say it, they are not worth their weight as a Republican and a conservative. And it has nothing to do with Trump. It has everything to do with the integrity of our elections and having the guts and the brass to say it was stolen because this has to be reversed. Donald Trump truthed this. Quoting Miranda Devine in an interview with Mark Levin, I believe last night on Mark Levin's um, Freedom Sunday Night Freedom Show, Liberty, Life, Liberty, and Levin. I believe it was last night. But listen to this, quoting her. This was election interference. The disinformation was coming from the FBI and Facebook. It was coming from Adam Schiff and Democrat operatives. This was a very damaging story to Biden, the laptop story. That's what was, that's what Twitter has revealed was uh, censored, the Hunter Biden laptop story. We already knew that. This is a very damaging story to Biden before the election, and they were going to kill it, end quote. Bottom line, Trump, the election was rigged and stolen. Miranda Devine as interviewed by Mark Levin. Amazing. Thank you. Trump also tweeted this. How can the January 6th unselect committee make criminal referrals when they haven't spoken about or studied those that rigged the 2020 election? He won't stop. The troops not being brought in by Pelosi or now the election fraud determinatively revealed by Twitter. These are the real criminals. His point is, no one's going after them for all that they did. No, it's just a fake witch hunt over a fake January 6th narrative. Cash Patel, one of Trump's advisors, truthed this out recently in response to Twitter. People with active Twitter accounts, while Twitter head Shed was criminally engaged in rigging an election with the FBI and the intelligence community. Let me read that again. Here he's saying the following are people with active Twitter accounts while Twitter head shed. I don't know what the word shed means. Was the Twitter head was criminally engaged in rigging an election with the FBI and the intelligence community. Oh, I guess by head shed, he means the whole corporate head of Twitter. Here's who had active Twitter accounts while they rigged the election and censored Trump. One, the Ayatollah. That would be the Muslim lunatics who run Iran. Two, child molesters. Three, drug dealers. Four, Chaikoms. And five, Russian FSB. Just think, if Roth, Vijaya, Dorsey, those are all Twitter corporate heads, and their FBI had focused all their censorship efforts on combating actual criminals, how much safer America and our children would be. Right on, right on like Donkey Kong. So we need more people talking the way Trump is. But as long as Trump keeps his head above the crowd and keeps decrying the stolen election, he is the front runner, the winner, and the candidate. 
And on Friday, I started my show saying, I don't want to spike the football. But today I'm going to say, let me go ahead and spike the football. For those of you out there saying that it shouldn't be Trump, he's all washed up, dump Trump, he's just not popular anymore. Here in my hands, Breitbart. An article by Nick Gilbertson, dated November 22nd, 2022, so a couple weeks ago. Poll, Donald Trump holds 30-point lead over 2024 GOP primary field. Former President Donald J. Trump holds a towering 30-point lead over the rest of the potential 2024 Republican primary field, according to a poll. In an Emerson College polling survey released Tuesday, 55.1% of registered voters said they would vote for Trump in the 2024 GOP primary, placing him 30.3 points ahead of his nearest competitor, Governor Ron DeSantis, Republican Florida. The Florida governor garnered 24.8% of the response, maintaining his absurd, crushing lead that he's had since they were polling in the summer on the same thing. Nothing's changed. Former Vice President Mike Pence came in third place as 7.5% of participants said they would back him miserably low. 3.6% Liz Cheney. Those are the 3.6% mindless Republicans. And Senator Ted Cruz, 3.4%. Oh, that's not enough. Okay, let me double down and spike the football again. This from Breitbart. Nick Gilbertson on November 23rd, the next day, 2022. And you're saying, hey, that's the same, the same reporter writing another article. You're right. It's the next day and it's an entirely different poll. Poll, Donald Trump leads Ron DeSantis by 15 points in potential 2024 Republican primary matchup. A national poll released Wednesday shows that former President Donald J. Trump is the front runner for the 2024 Republican nomination over his potential primary opponents. The Morning Consult Politico poll, which Politico, guys, is not <laughs> uh, MAGA country. That is never Trumper. When, when the, uh, as Rush used to say, when the Republicans and the GOB establishment need to issue a press release uh, or something to shape the narrative, they do it through Politico. It's the establishment arm of the Republicans. Their poll sampled 849 registered voter respondents regarding who they would support in the potential 2024 primary field. Trump, who has officially announced his candidacy, drew 45% of their support, placing him 15 points ahead of Florida Governor Ron DeSantis at 30%. No other Republican eclipsed double digits. And I'm not even going to read the rest of them because it doesn't matter. And this is why I almost left my own dinner party on Saturday night. Just kidding if you were there. No, but seriously, Rush always used to say that story, that he walked out of his own dinner party because he was there with a bunch of high-powered Republicans, and it was right after, I think, the 2008 election, or right around that time when McCain was running with Palin, maybe before or after she was getting trashed, Tea Party type of candidate personality, maybe it was 2010, the rise of the Tea Party. And all his dinner guest Republicans were like, oh, Sarah Palin's bad for the party. No one likes her. Got to dump her. And he got so frustrated because they were listening to the media narrative that he just stood up, couldn't control himself, walked out of his own dinner party. And I'm, I'm with folks. Good Republicans have been Trump supporters, probably still say they are. And they're just repeating the narrative. He's not popular. There's nothing we can do. I was even told we got to move on, move on past Trump. People are sick of him. 
People don't like him, dump him, and we got to move on past, I was told, 2020 election fraud. Move on. I said, Trump's still the guy because he keeps announcing the fraud. And, I, and, I, and I'm, I'm being told, no, we got to move on because people are sick of it. No, no. Everyone's believing the media hype. Don't move on for two reasons. On principle, because you don't move on from a stolen election. And number two, it's still wildly popular because the majority of the country is ticked off because the election was stolen. And it's not true that he's not popular. It's not true that he's losing ground. It's not true that we should dump him. It's not true that he's bad for the party. The polls have shown it. And here is my response to people saying, well, that was two weeks ago. Because, you know, that is the new narrative now from Fox News, maybe even Newsmax, and other never-Trumper so-called Republican GOP news sites, which is intolerable at this point. Fox News is run by angry women who hate Trump. Women from the Rupert Murdoch family who have taken over the network. They hate Trump. It is a never-Trump station. And so the new narrative being spun out by them and other so-called conservative sites is Trump is down in the polls. That is the new narrative. Yup. Yep, down in the polls, guys, because after two weeks, when he was up by double digits for literally no reason whatsoever, Trump dropped in the last two weeks and is now losing in a Republican primary matchup. Cool, yeah. If you want to assert that that is somehow reasonable and you're not believing media spin, sure, if you feel good about that thought process and that your mind is clearly telling you that. Unreal. Stop believing the hype. Now, from PJ Media... Mitt Romney comes out in favor of a carbon tax. This is why Trump's so popular and why rhinos and establishment Republicans lose, always lost, and will continue to keep losing. And you know what's so frustrating? We're being told to dump Trump. And what did we all do? Our due diligence in 2008, and we held our nose and voted for John McCain, a loser and losing presidential candidate establishment. They gave us another establishment, and we did our due diligence and voted. Lost. 2012, Mitt Romney. Milk toast, white bread, lousy establishment candidate. And what did we do? Our due diligence and voted for him. Got trounced. And Obama should have been destroyed easily in an election. But we had nobody with brass and spine running as our Republican candidate. Romney was pathetic in the debates. And guess what? Lost. And now we have a winning Donald Trump. And we're constantly told... Nope, get rid of him. Unbelievable. I, I'll have to get to the story tomorrow because we're out of time. Romney comes out in favor of carbon tax. This is why rhinos lose. Trump's a winner. Let justice roll down like waters, American righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. Don't believe the hype out there. Trump isn't hated. He's loved and adored. And I guess feet to the fire has become the new anti-Fox. And we're not just pro-Trump, folks. We are pro-country-class America flyover America. We are pro Tea Party. We are pro MAGA unapologetically and will not ever back down. See you tomorrow.